Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Inspired by an Italian novelist, Elsa Morante, sent to her friend, Le Pupele, is a magical fable about a group of mischievous young Catholic schoolgirls during an imaginary wartime. Unfolding over a Christmas holiday, the orphan girls find themselves blessed with a scrumptious red cake from a generous countess, and, a must, and they must evade Mother Superior's watchful eye. The film is called Le Pupele. Fortunate to have with us today the director. Alicia Vorbacher. Alicia, welcome to Film School Radio. Uh, hi. Uh, hi, everybody. Ciao a tutti. Well, I, I see where, what inspired this film, but what was it about the material that you wanted to turn it into this short film and also the tone, the, the magical tone of the film? What inspired it? Um... Questo film è nato da grazie all'amicizia con Alfonso Cuarón. Um, was created thanks to the friendship with Alfonso Cuarón. He asked me to make this film and he asked me to make a Christmas tale. I decided to draw inspiration from a letter by writer Elsa Morante. The letter was about a cake that everyone wants. And actually, the key problem is how to actually share out the cake. The film also deals with difficult topics, religion, power, obedience. I wanted to do this in a light-hearted way with a touch of irony. This is a playful film, and that applies to the way we shot the scenes, the way in which the girls act. The underlying idea is that the protagonists are 17 girls. And even though they are experiencing a, a difficult situation, uh, they are in an orphanage, they are poor, and there is a war, their spirit is stronger than the time they're living in. I thought you beautifully captured the synergy of this group of young women. You mentioned that this, the power dynamic but there's also uh, this underlying determination on their part as a group, but as individuals to do either do the right thing to please Mother Superior. Was that an important thing that you were going for? Yes. The film is about a bad girl who actually is not at all bad. She's probably the most generous of them all, but the mother superior sees her or pictures her as a bad girl. She's extremely good and she's extremely consistent and therefore she behaves like a bad girl as expected of her because that's what the mother superior said. And that's the irony of the situation. She's an extremely lovable and loving girl and she's defined as a bad girl. I wanted to highlight the fact that the mother superior wanted to keep the cake for herself as a uh, treat for the bishop 
But then, thanks to this bad girl, the cake ultimately gets shared between all of those who are the poorest of the poor, even the little stray dog, the chimney sweepers, all of the girls, um, the people living in the street, everyone enjoys this cake that the mother superior wanted to keep for herself. The casting, what, what were you looking for from the opening of the film? It appears that you were looking for actors who had beautiful eyes. Their eyes are <laughs> expressive eyes, I should say. Were their eyes an important part of what you were looking for? Bravissimo. Gli occhi erano Spot molto... on. Well done. The eyes are a key feature. The title of the movie is Le Pupille, which in Italian uh, is pupils, pupil of the eye. But in Latin, pupil also means child. So I like the idea that inside our eyes, there is a girl, a free little girl that can go wherever she wants because our eyes are free to roam where we want so they can go wherever they want. They can look at the world we in a fresh way every time. So for the casting process, we were looking for, for girls who were a bit out of time, if you want. We wanted girls with eyes that were very expressive. And we were also looking for young girls who were willing and ready to play together as a team. I love the interaction with the young girls in this film, the way that they... There is a hierarchy. There's there's sort of a within the group, there are there are protocols and rituals, if you will, that they play out. And it comes from Mother Superior. But the way that they're you're able to be playful with this story is so it's such a wonderful part of it. And I think it has to do with the way that you shot the film. Let's talk a little bit about that playfulness that you were trying to bring out in in the way that you in the production of the film sì c'erano tutti gli elementi per fare una storia tristissima yes um, there were all of the elements and ingredients for a sad story the nasty mother superior an orphanage little captive girls it could be very sad actually but we thought of maintaining of picking lightheartedness a bit of joy um, and that was a tribute to the cinema that nurtured our dreams, uh, the silent uh, cinema, the silent movies, uh, our ancestor in a way. We shot on film, 35mm and also 16mm, and we tried to have uh, handmade special effects like a small animation, as used to be done in the old times, or we used 18 photograms. So we really tried to make use of the most handmade and natural special effects that could come to mind. Oh, I do want to mention your cinematographer, Helene Lovart. 
Sì, Hélène Louvar, I, io lavoro con Hélène lei. Hélène Louvar, yes, I work with her for all of my films. She is an incredible lady. Always the human touch when I work with people is key for me. But in addition to that, Hélène is always willing to be on a journey, to always move forward and uh, to avoid repeating ourselves. She's very willing to change, maintaining our nature and our identity. Our change is never artificial. It is always the result of a journey. And she's always willing to experiment with new things by, but by maintaining our identity. Just want to remind our listeners, we're speaking with Elise Rohrwacher. She is the director of a Oscar-nominated short called Les Poupelets. It is beautiful. It is poignant. It is touching. It is, as you mentioned, touches on many serious issues. But it's just such a wonderful, holistic approach to the storytelling, from the look of it, from the story itself, from the from the performers, the actors in it. And also, I do want to mention one um, actor that is in the film that uh, you're f- very familiar with. You're, it's your sister, Alba? Yes. She's <laughs> wonderful. Eh? Yeah. She's wonderful. <laughs> yes, I know. Oltre, di nuovo, siamo di fronte a una grandissima attrice, un grande essere umano. We have here a great actress and a great human being. She worked in another two films of mine and she played very different characters. When I thought of this short film, uh, my sister immediately came to mind and I wanted her to play a radically different character from what she played in the past. Uh, It is the nastiest character of all, really. And I think that that can be fun for an actor. She did an outstanding job with all of the girls. The short was shot during the pandemic, so we we lived really as a family. We avoided, you know, going um, around and um, increased risks. So we're all uh, together shooting. Alba really is a special person and not only a special actress and it is very important to work with her for me one last thing before i let you go melissa balasconi who plays seraphin who is the bad girl i could look at her face and watch her in just for as long as you would want me to in terms of the filmmaking she is just she has such a wonderful countenance and presence in the film and I just want to mention her because she she was fantastic in the film. She, she lei è fantastica. Yes, definitely. She is amazing. I am very happy because at first I didn't think she would play Serafina because we didn't pick out the protagonists first. We selected the group of girls. Initially I didn't know who would play Serafina. Only after we started working with the girls for a couple of weeks of uh, rehearsals, I understood that Melissa was Serafina. And that was a beautiful way of working, very interesting. 
because we had the opportunity to really understand who Serafina was, and not only in terms of how she looked, but in terms of attitudes and behavior. It was beautiful, and she is so good. But mind you, all of the girls were amazing. Well, they all are, and I couldn't agree more. It's such a delightful film. It's just such a, a, a pleasure to watch this film from start to finish and to go along for the ride. Thank you so much. Congratulations. Gracias. And congratulations on all the acclaim. Well-deserved. The film, again, is called The Pupille. Perfetto. Le Pupille. That was perfect. Yeah, Le Pupille. And we've been joined by the director, writer, producer, and so much more, Aleshe Rovacher. Thank you so much. Grazie. Thank you so much. Thank you. Grazie. Grazie. Arrivederci. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio. Thank you.